Warning, this show may contain spoilers, adult content, and adult language, so viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to JoJo and the OP. I'm Thomas. And I'm Tokyo Joe. And we're back with some more JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Season 2, and it's episodes 10 through 12. Uh-huh. And man, let me tell you, the <laughs> I told you there'd be some comedy these episodes, but holy shit. A little bit of comedy, a little bit of action, and a whole lot of what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it. You got a description? Okay, so so the boys make it to Calcutta, India, where after experiencing some of the uh, locals and their customs, they decide to uh, stop at a restaurant for some food, where Palmerf notices that all is not as it seems to be, as there appears to be a ghost in the mirror, or could it be an enemy stand? Anyways... With him realizing that Centerfold, a.k.a. Jay Giles, is within the vicinity, he goes rushing off on his own to meet his sister's killer. Avdol tries to stop him, but Polnareff pushes him away and marches off. Soon, he runs into the stand user Whole Horse with his stand the Emperor, and they get into a standoff. Well, Avdol manages to save Palnareff, but in the process is stabbed and shot in the forehead and left for dead. Kakioin and Palnareff make a quick escape and soon are able to discern how the new stand works. They manage to chase down Jay Giles and defeat him. Soon after, they run into Whole Horse, who thinks he's still being backed by Jay Giles, but... After realizing that he's alone, makes a quick exit. Meanwhile, something sinister starts growing on Joseph's arm. Soon they make it to another city, where it appears that the thing on Joseph's arm is getting bigger and bigger. He goes to see a doctor about it, but the doctor is killed, and Joseph has to flee the scene. Pretty soon, he starts noticing that... The lump on his arm is bigger, and now it has arms. It's a whole creature, a stand growing out of his arms. How is he going to defeat a part of himself? Well, quick-thinking Joseph manages to come up with a plan and is able to escape his fate, and the boys make it off to the desert. So, I'm going to break your heart. I didn't care for these episodes. Oh, really? I, I don't know. Something about them just, it was meh to me. Like, I think my favorite would be the last one, just because we got to see a little bit of the old JoJo stuff. You know, he used the Haman and his, we'll get into that. But yeah, I don't know, 10 and 11 were just sort of, like, let's be real. Episode 10 was so much just dialogue. Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. was dialogue heavy. Um, You know, we start out, we're like, everyone, you know, 
Abdals is like, hey, yeah, we're going. You guys are gonna love this place. It's gonna be great. And they walk in and it's just change, change, like just crowded. And they're just like, what is this? And Abdals like, oh, it's cool. You guys will love it. And then they go to the restaurant. Yeah, and God, poor P. Yeah, right? He's just getting beat up these past few episodes. Well, man, like, what did you think of the toilet? Well, at first I was like, okay, this dude's giving him a staff. I'm like, okay, is this the stand user? Why is he giving him a staff? And there's just a fucking pig. There's a pig in the fucking toilet. And he's just like, what the <laughs> hell do I do? And dude's like, fucking beat it with a staff. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he, he can't seem to catch a break when it comes to using the bathroom. No. And then, yeah, we see and that, that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, that guy, his laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's why he made me seem like, oh, is he the bad guy? But then it's like, okay, there's the mummy in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, oh, we're, we're fighting this guy. So who is he? And, and then, like, he storms off, like, I'm fighting this guy. And then it's just like him and Abdul arguing for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and I, I was like, man, you're being stupid. Like, at least Avdol has some sense. Like, you know, he's like, hey, you can't do this alone. Like, don't run off. They, they're they literally stringing you up for a trap. But stupid Palmer. And I mean, let's be, that was pretty much the first half of this episode. It, a lot of it was literally, like, like, I don't know, maybe it seemed like a lot longer than it was. But the Abdul and P argument seemed to take so much time. Yeah. And then we get introduced to, uh... Elephant Cowboy. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Coming out on an elephant, and this poor girl just like, Oh, I love you, marry me! He's like, nah. 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 And of course his stand is a gun. Yeah. What yeah. else would it be? I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And he rolls into town, and he just does this, like, pose in the middle of the street. And I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, my name is Whole Horse. And I'm like, what kind of name is Whole Horse? whole horse but of course before that we did see a little glimpse of him and uh double righty's power together right which you know he's got that gun where he can reflect things shoot things but of course uh jay guile uses his stuff and which we learn later is more reflecting light but yeah just sort of reflects the bullet kills that snake which was uh, that was cool their teamwork was really awesome right i did like that but yeah him and uh p start fighting or they they sort of I, I like the draw scene because they were just sitting there laughing at each other. Yeah, whole horse doing like that. And um, Paul Nerf's like, <laughs> draw. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But they like changed color schemes like hardcore. Oh, yeah. They like to use a lot of neons and like black light reactive looking stuff. And of course, you know, P was just hot headed and like, ah, I'm doing this blah. Then Abdul coming in. And gets shot. That bastard, because he wouldn't listen, gets Abdul shot. Which, I, I mean, I don't really, like, I'm not, like, really strong feelings towards Abdul. Yeah. It really didn't give me a reason to be, like, crazy, like, excited about him. Like, he's got a cool stand. But for the most part, he's just been sort of, like, a side character. Yeah, he's he's been kind of like the butler who happens to have powers. But at the same time, man, I... I was getting kind of emotional here, especially when, like, Paul Nerf starts off. At first, I was like, man, you're being a fucking dick, bro. And then I was like, oh, oh, well, yeah, never mind. Yeah, K comes by, and he's, like, yelling at him, and P is like, oh, you know, if he would have just listened and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you're being a dick. And, like, even yeah. K was getting ready to go off, but then you see all the tears coming down. And you're like, oh, it's one of those scenarios. He's just being a dick to make himself not feel bad or something. Right. Yeah, end of episode. Cut back to part two, you know, Kakuin manages to save him, like, get him out of the way and get him in the truck and drive off. And I was like, hey, good for him, but goddamn, they just leave Avdol in the street, just bye. 
right? And I'm like, man, that, what crap. Luckily, the Joe Stars find him and take care of that. Yeah. I don't know, man. That first episode, it just seemed like too much talking. Yeah, the one thing I will say about these episodes in particular is I probably got more quotes out of them than I did like, ooh, I really like this scene or, you know. I, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, that first one, I got, yeah, I don't know. It just, it was too much talking. And there was a couple like sort of spots, but like it really wasn't that enticing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we get to the second episode, and they're in the truck together. Of course, now they're realizing, oh yeah, he can reflect off all this stuff. But they figure it out a little too late, as uh, the car goes flying. But not before they did an apology handshake. Right. <laughs> Which was just Kay just elbowing him, uh, pee in the nose. Yep. And dude, that fucking wreck, man. Like... I was like, how did they survive? Because that truck did not bounce at all. It flipped up in the air and went nose first, upside down, straight into the ground. I was like, they're dead. <laughs> There's no way. That was a bad wreck. That was horrid. But no, they make it. Yep. And then that's when he realizes, oh, hey, I can see him jumping between reflective surfaces. That's how his stand works. That's why I can never hit him, because he's always jumping to something else. Yeah, but not, you know, they don't figure that out not long after. But then, yeah, here comes a kid just like, oh, hey, <laughs> are you guys okay? And then you get a sparkle in the eyes. And they're like, oh, you son of a bitch. Right. Jumped into the reflective surface of his eyeball. But my goodness, you know, quick thinking. I swear to God, every one of these is like, oh, how are they going to win this one? And then they just whip some bullshit out of there oh i'm gonna kick dirt into the kid's eye he's looking right at me which means he's gonna jump to my eye and i'll slash him as he's moving yeah no that was some quick thinking a quick sand attack yeah now he's got the sparkle in his eye but he did slice someone and it made him able to like echo essentially echo locate where he's going or where he was right. I, i'm still sort of unsure on that part but i think they heard a guy scream off in the distance is the thing Maybe I missed that. Yeah. And so, yeah, they, they go over and they're like, oh, there you are, you bastard. You know, we've been looking for you, but it was a decoy. It's a trap. No, no. But the real Jay Giles, ugly, comes out and is like, aha, wrong one. I tricked you. Oh, hey. Hey, you guys, all you people. These guys got money. They want to give you money. <laughs> right. And they get surrounded by everybody, which means lots of reflective surfaces in their eyes. And they're all looking at them. And they get sliced up quite a bit in this process. Oh, yeah. But good old Kakyoin, with his quick thinking, is just like, well, if it's money they're after, let's let them focus on the single gold coin, and I will toss it up in the air, which means they're all going to be looking up instead of at us, and then kick some dirt in the guy's eye again. When it jumps out, yep. Which, yeah, smart thinking. And, uh, yeah, this dude gets his... Just desserts. Thank goodness. Uh, stabbed quite a bit. Quite oh, a yeah. bit. Oh, he goes off. Um, but yeah, then they, they I guess, go back. It, it, it seemed a little weird, the transition. Um, it didn't really show them travel or, like, whatever. They just, like, appeared in the city again. Which, I'm like, how did they get back so fast? Yeah, it, it, it just... like they drove a ways out. Yeah, it, it seemed a little off. That part was a little frustrating, but it was like, ah, okay, we're here. And then here comes a uh, whole horse just trying to, like, shoot him. Like, aha, my boss shoots him, shoots, shoots, and, like, the stuff's not reflecting. He's like, uh, uh. And they're like, yeah, dude, your boss is gone. 
Sorry, bro. And then he's like, run away like a bitch. Ah. Yeah. Well, they had captured him, but then suddenly a woman, the woman from before, comes and jumps and saves his life. Women, dude. The women in this show, I swear. I know, I know. And I mean, I guess, yo, whatever, it's the 80s. Maybe they're not as progressive or something. But yeah, it's ridiculous. Then, as uh, old man Joseph is uh, tending to the lady, a speck of blood just flings off of her and lands on his arm, where a weird mole starts to grow. Uh, it makes a weird-ass me-me-me-me-me noise. And it's like, okay, you didn't hear that? <laughs> right? I was like, what the fuck is that? Suspicious of some weird mole? Like, come on. Right? And, dude, I told you, I told you that uh, Jay Giles was in Yaba's son. Yeah. Uh, the previous couple episodes ago. Yeah, I was confused on that part, but yeah, yeah. So we start episode three off with that old lady just holy as heck, bleeding like, Ah, my son! <laughs> just going ham and crazy, just blood squirting out like, I feel your pain! As she's just holes that are bleeding all over. I'm like, okay, well, how didn't you die? Because <laughs> that's a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, and the way that she kept referring to him, beautiful, noble, pure soul, I'm like, uh... Uh, this guy did a lot of nasty bad stuff. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and now I need to know, what the hell is up with this show and cats? Like, what do they have? I mean, I don't personally really care for cats, but this show seems to really hate cats. <laughs> this isn't the I first cat that gets just kicked or hurt on this show or just abused in some sort of manner. Right. And that one straight up just took like a, a, a staff to the head. Clonk. Yeah, yeah. Like, she... Poor Kitty, what a crazy bitch. <laughs> and then you, so then we cut back to the boys, and P is just full on white knight to this girl. Kind of reminds me of somebody else we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... But yeah, no. God, yeah, he was just, it was so cringe. And then that fucking thing on Joseph's arm eats a fly, bites its yeah. head off in midair. He looking at it, it was like, that's obviously a face. Oh, I just need to get looked at. Even, like, P or K was like, yeah, that's a face. Ah, no, it just needs to get looked at. I'm gonna go to the doctor, like, oh, Jojo, 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 what are you doing? Right? How do you not, with all this shit you've experienced in this show so far, how are you thinking, oh, no, this is fine, this is just a mole? Yeah, uh, a bug bite, but yeah, it's, like, swollen up like, the size of a fist on your arm, bro. Yeah. That ain't no bug bite. Obviously a face. Like, he has to know it's not just a mole. Like, And yeah, so he goes to see a doctor, and the doctor's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna excise it, you know, drain it, cut it off, blah, blah, blah. And Joseph is such a little baby when oh it comes my to, oh, gosh. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> and of course... Because he won't look at it, he misses the fact that he kills the doctor until it's too late. Yep, yep. And then Hottie Nurse walks in, which she looked well out of place for India, I would say. Yeah, that too. A white, blonde, hairy, blue-eyed woman in India as a nurse. Eh, sort of seems strange. I mean, nothing came out of it, but sort of obvious. But like, ah, you killed him. Ah, now the cops are everywhere looking for him. And the freaking face is like, oh, my name is Joseph Joestar. I'm staying at this hotel. Yep. <laughs> like, what a snitch. <laughs> I'm just like, you couldn't tell the difference, lady. Like, you, you can't tell the difference between a guy talking and like a little child voice or something like that. 
Right. Like, obviously, that's not his voice, but you, you're you not going to think, where is that voice coming from? Nope, it's just like, oh, crap, it's him talking. I got to get the hell out of here. Right. And then he's like, so now he's like trying to hide and trying to figure stuff out. And the thing just grows arms, grabs onto the bars, and starts calling for the cops. Mm-hmm. Which, we get some old school Hamon powers. But, of course, this what dumbass was... That? I, I was happy to see the Hamon. I was really happy to see it. But, of course, the thing's like, uh, I'm part of your arm. You just hit yourself. It's not going to work, dumbass. I'm like, right. it, it's got a point, JoJo. You're 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 sort of lacking this episode. <laughs> I think that old man brain's getting to you. But then he's like, oh, well, if I can't hit you with Hamon, let's try my stand. Which kind of works. He uses it to, like, wrap the vines around him and hold him down. Yeah, and it's sort of a cool use of his sort of useless power. And so he tries to run some more, and while he's running, it's snatching food up from, oh like, street vendors and shit. Which I'm like, how? Because its arms are only yay big, and he's got his arm, like, cupped to his side, and it's covered. Like, how is it able to reach these things? I couldn't tell you, but it did. And... It ate quite a bit. You got like a whole chicken head coming out, a bunch of food, this and that. It was insane. And so now he's got pretty much from the waist up of a little being coming out of his arm. And it thinks it's fucking Bruce Lee. It's all, what the Right, it's just like, ah, I'm big enough now. I can stab you in the neck. I can cut out that artery. And it's like, uh, well, he could just sort of like hold the arm away from him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wondered about that myself. I'm like, well, you, you literally could hold your arm away from your neck. It's not like it controls your arm, but whatever. And yeah, so he's like running through all these streets and stalls and whatnot and comes across this barrel where he tries to drown it. But of course, you know, you can't you can't drown Stan. Stan's going to be killed by other Stan. Right. So what is he doing? Turns out it's coal tar, which... I didn't know there was a difference in tar. I thought tar was tar, but hey, coal tar basically hardened the stand and uh, it couldn't move anymore. Well, it's like, how did you do this? Oh, well, well, we had that little tussle and we fell onto those barrels of our those uh, jars of whatever and we broke them. I used my power and made a map and I found mm-hmm. coal tar. I dumped you into it. Which, God damn it, with these solutions I'm telling you. Yeah, no, he's very... Yeah. They're quick on their feet. I'll give them that. They're quick on their feet. How stupid he was this whole episode. Very quick on his feet. And then, um, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, now he just sort of wraps it up with his power and uh, his vines and explodes it. Well, not only that, but not only did Hamon make a comeback, but so did the predictive text. Yes. Next, you're going to say. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we get a scene that's almost from Chainsaw Man. (laughs) Yeah, poor, poor P. He just can't catch a break. He's lead, He's been leading this girl all around town, and she's been steering him clear of Joseph the entire time. And then at this point, she's all like, oh, hey, let's kiss. And he leans in to get a kiss, and she starts vomiting. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And explodes. A big, fat, ugly lady explodes mm-hmm. out of her. Yep. And then you have Joestar just kind of like, oh, hey, wow, man, she played you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you got it, Pops, you got it. And then the episode ends with them taking off into the desert and being chased by a car, which, dude, it was literally parked right next to them. Yeah, and following right after them, 
and it's a very ominous looking fucking car. Like, that's one of those classic, like, oh, hey, look, a haunted car. Oh, no. And I was just like, how did you not fucking see this? Like, it literally was right there. Right. And then it turned its lights on right as soon as you took off, and it's like, maybe 10 feet behind you. How do you not notice this? Right, right. And, uh, I was say, before that, though, old man Jojo throws the key that lands in, uh, P's hair. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to point that out. Yeah, he's like, don't tell me you're still in shock. He's like, you saw what happened. He's like, yeah, but I'm the one who had to actually deal with the stand. He's like, I would have rather dealt with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the those were the episodes i mean a lot happened a lot didn't happen i don't know like i said episode 10 was just a lot word heavy and we had a death which i didn't really feel that much of an impact with i feel like i don't know abdul it didn't give us much to really care for abdul i don't know man I, i i got a little emotional i was just like you know yes he wasn't a key character but like you have those people in your friends group that aren't really you know the key characters of the group but at the same time if you lost them you'd feel pretty bad and i I, it kind of translated to me you know yeah i don't know i just sort of in my mind had this feeling abdul was gonna die this whole time Hmm. it's just like it was sort of there like i don't know something about him i'm like it was either he was gonna be like extremely powerful like he was like just holding back and like hiding something or he was gonna die that's sort of the vibe i got from him this whole time Eh, was the latter. Do you think there's going to be any more deaths? Probably. I have a feeling we'll probably lose either P or K. Maybe old man JoJo? Maybe. I, I think we'll probably lose either P or K. Maybe both. Well, we'll have to see. We will. Uh, episode 11, it was a little more action-heavy. Had a little more, you know, stuff going on. I liked the, you know... They didn't just know how to, you know, fight this stand user. They had to actually sort of figure it out. I feel like it was a little quick, but it wasn't. I don't know. It was right. sort of in one of those weird sort of like, it felt quick, but it didn't. It feel it felt like, okay, I get it. They've witnessed it enough. They sort of caught on. Um, In episode 12, it was just sort of a gag episode, really. Well, I'll tell you, in the next couple episodes, there's a, there's a lot more gags coming. Like, I don't hate it. It's just, it was, uh, a lot of it was just like, come on, dude. You should know this type of shit by now. How long have you been fighting God knows what things in the world? You couldn't expect that. You didn't expect that to be a stand or something or something strange. It had a face. It did. Because, like, even before Paul Nareff said it, I was like, that looks exactly like a face. Two eyes that are closed. There's a nose. There's the mouth. Like, it's a face. I have it in my notes. That's a face. That's a face. Yeah, like, overall, you know, didn't hate it. They just, I don't know. They seemed a little meh. Yeah. I think I think episode 10 just sort of put me in a sour mood for the episode, other episodes. Because it was just, like, they, there was that long stretch of just P and Abdul arguing for, like, a couple minutes. And it's, like, sort of... Well, even with, like, Whole Horse and Jay Giles, you know, when they first introduced them, they, they just did a lot of talking. And it's like, yep. who the hell cares? Mm-hmm. And one, one question that I've been having is, where the hell is, uh... Is it Annie or whatever the hell the little girl's name is? Because oh, yeah, we saw yeah. her stowed away, and then all of a sudden she's not there. So that's true. Where did she go? Because she followed them on the ship. Where is she? She like the evil bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just Dio in disguise. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, but one other thing I want to say is like Jay Giles kind of looked familiar. 
I, at first I was thinking like Sloth from the Goonies <laughs> or that guy, that one guy from um, like the old 80s movies where he, he plays like a tall, bald kind of... I think he was like in the Hills Have Eyes or something like that, the original. Yeah. He kind of looked like that guy. I was getting Mole Man vibes. <laughs> I don't know. He was a weird looking dude. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nothing else to contribute. Like I said, I was just sort of meh with these ones. Weren't They weren't horrible. They weren't bad. It was just sort of, I don't know, a weird vibe with the first two. Yeah. Scenes? Least favorite? Uh, least favorite. I don't know. Um, Anything with P and that girl? Yeah. It seemed unnecessary, and a lot of it was Paul Nerov saying words to her that he himself should have been listening to, you know? Like, especially mm-hmm. when they were on the, the, the bus or whatever. It's like, dude, you can't preach to somebody else that they should listen when you yourself don't listen. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. For me, I think the biggest thing that is bothering me is the fact that they just sort of transported to the city after they defeated Jay Guile. Yeah. It was just like, we drove so far, they're like, oh, yeah, your boss is like a bunch of kilometers that way. Like, you guys just like, it like it seemed like you were gone for like five minutes when you confronted this guy again, when he confronted you again. It didn't seem like you were gone for an extended period of time because there probably would have been some concern with him in the beginning with his boss. So, like, right. the sort of time situation with that scene just sort of bothers because it's just like and i'd also say um you know that part within yaba and her going on a little rant about her son and then bashing the cat yeah that was a little rough yeah uh favorite scene my favorite scene well i definitely like the uh the friendship uh, handshake, makeup handshake. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Where he just bashes him in the face. That that was that was good. And uh, I also liked um, Whole Horse uh, when they're like, "Oh yeah, dude's over there, a couple kilometers away. Why don't you go see for yourself?" And he's like, "Don't mind if I do." And then he just <laughs> yeah, running the fuck out of there, only to get punched in the face. Yeah, I like seeing like even though it failed, I like seeing the Haman come back mm-hmm. that was nice old man jojo's sort of use of his power his his stand right. stuff because you know all we know is like it's useless it just takes pictures of stuff far away but he's found a way to adapt and use it a little bit so i thought that was sort of cool seeing him use uh, his stand in other ways yeah i, I guess i did really enjoy uh whole horse and jay guile's sort of teamwork with like their fighting that was really mm-hmm. smart, like very tactical. And of course, he's even like, oh, with him here, I'm useless. Oh, no, with him gone, I can't do anything. At least he knows it. Well, yeah, and that's the weird thing is like most people usually try to strive to be number one, but Whole Horse is like, I'm good with being number two. I'll back up. All right, let's 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 get to the fun part. Let's hear your quotes. Okay, I've got quite a few. So, um, and some of them are a little long, so fair warning. But um, my first one is from episode 10 when they first step off the bus or whatever into India. It's just a hodgepodge of what everybody says. Paul Nerf's like, I stepped in a pile of cow shit. Kakuin's like, somebody's already stolen my wallet. The kids are like, tip, tip. If you don't give me a tip, you won't go to heaven. And Paul Nerf, hey, don't rub your nose on my stuff. Then Grandpa Joe's like, hey, Avdol, so this is India, huh? And then Avdol's like, see, great country, isn't it? They're what make India great, don't you think? That's such a chaotic scene. It was, but just how he's just like, yep, this is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Then let's see. Okay, 
this wasn't necessarily a favorite line, but I laughed pretty hard at it just because the terminology and my mind being in the gutter just both went together. But uh, when a uh, whole horse was talking to Paul Nareff, he's like, I've been paid good money by Dio to rub you guys out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> free tug jobs, huh? Oh, man. Dio's paying for some good service. Yeah. Polnareff responds with, look here, cowboy, I don't give a rat's ass who you say you are. Where's the man with the two right hands? And Whole Horse is like, hey, that's rude. You asked me who I was, so I answered. And then um, my last one for that episode was uh, Avdol talking to Polnareff, and he's like, the enemy knows everything about you. You said you're a loner, but from now on, you can't win on your own. I'm like, damn right. Um, for episode 11, I like the part with the friendship makeup handshake. Uh, Paul Nerf's like, I'll fight to keep on living. And Kakuyun's like, you sure you really mean that? And he's like, yes. And then he goes, wham, and just elbows him right in the fucking face. And he's like, you can think of that as a makeup handshake, Paul Nerf. He's like, <laughs> right. Thank you, Kakuyun. Yeah, that was a great scene. <laughs> and then um, my other ones for this... Uh, Right as he's about to deliver the finishing blow to uh, Jay Guile, he says to him, he's like, sounds like you're the only one that is good at sobbing, Jay Guile, and you're about to plummet to hell, crying the whole way down. But there's only one thing I can't rely on the Guardians of Hell to do, and that's to turn you into a pincushion. And then he's just stabby, stab, stab, stab. And then um, my last couple for this one is uh, Whole Horse is like calling out to Jay Guile, and Palmer is like, I don't think he's listening anymore, cowboy. He's a little busy right now, carrying out his sentence in hell. And then my last one is uh, Whole Horse hops on the horse and is riding away. And he's like, I'm only running away because I love you, baby. And then I have one last quote, and that is from episode 12. Uh, right before he rips the thing out of his arm. He goes, the difference in our fighting experience should be clear as day now. When your opponent starts boasting, he's already lost. That's how Joseph Joestar does things. Like a fine wine, I guess I just get better with age. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, So I only had one for episode 10, and that was uh, when uh, Whole Horse was uh, with the girl in the beginning. And she was like, oh, marry me, marry me. I'm 16, I'm, I'm, I'm of age. And he's just like... Don't be a fool. You're only 16. I'm like, finally, someone in anime gets it. Now, if he was being sincere or not, who knows, but it was nice to hear that. Well, here is my question is, was that girl, was she the stand user at that time and he didn't know it? Or was she actually who she was and then the girl that popped in later was the stand user using that as a disguise? I, I don't know. I have that question, too. It wasn't answered, so I couldn't tell you. That is, that is a good question. Um, you stole the one I had for episode 11, the pincushion. Um, so for episode 12, I had two quotes, and they were sort of right next to each other, and in between your last quote. Uh, at first, you have old man Joe just like, Huh? Not a single what now? My hearing ain't what it used to be. <laughs> After the whole little... Uh, creature thing was calling him old and that he's sort of like just out of his prime yeah that was hilarious and then of course the classic now you'll say stop anything but that yeah i had to put that i love it when he does that it i miss it now 
I really do. I miss hearing it. I, at first, I you know, when we first watched season one, I was like, man, this stuff's sort of stupid. But now I'm like, I miss it. I mm-hmm. wish it was back. I wish they would do it more. Maybe, maybe Jotaro will pick it up or something. I, I hope doubt so. It. I hope they will do. I hope they bring it back. Like, it's been a whole part of the Joestar family from the beginning. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Not really. All right. So now the fun stuff. Least favorite character. Hmm. Man. Part of me wants to say P. Kind of. He was kind of a dick for most of this, and yep. he cost the death of a teammate. But also at the same time, that girl, I, I the, the stand user. Yeah. Yeah, she was sort of a, a weird one. We don't get too many interactions with her, but she's obviously, you know, she was very, I don't know if it was pre or post the being the stand user, but very clingy and just sort of, oh, marry me. Ah. And then, you know, just being the stand user, if that was her, I don't know, I couldn't tell you that if she was or not and when that happened. But then just like being so manipulative with P. Like, just, like, yeah. not, like, going... With, well, sort of, she did actually play him a little bit. For the most part, she was just listening, but she played him a little bit to get him away from Joestar. Yeah. I could go that Yeah, because P kind of redeemed himself, even though Avdol's still dead, but, like, uh, yeah. he was just awful. I mean, he got his, yeah, he got his word. He got a girl explode on him and got punched in the face, or elbowed in the face. Um, yeah. The other two villains, you know, Jay Guile, he was weird. He had a cool power, and he used it smartly for the most part you know he, i didn't hate him um plus his stand looked pretty cool whole horse oh uh, he was sort of a dick he wasn't like bad he knew who he was he knew what he knew what he was he wasn't like i'm the best or that he knew where his place was and he accepted his role which you don't right. get that a lot normally bad guys are conceited and it was nice to have a villain who was like yeah i know where i'm supposed to be and this isn't it so <laughs> bye yeah okay best character Best character. That one's tough because part of me wants to go Joseph just because of all the uh, tactfulness that he did during his stand fight. But at the same time, that was only one episode, you know, and part of me wants to go Abdul because he died sort of protecting his friend. But at the same time, that was also only one episode. And then another part of me wants to go Kakyoin because he actually, you know, kept a clear head and helped Palmeraf get the hell out of there and helped him defeat the stand user and basically it was just pretty level-headed and well-rounded but at the yeah. same time he wasn't very impactful you know i mean i did like the whole makeup handshake yeah it's a very weird one um if i had to go i would say it would be be in between abdul and k well i did love joestar you know joseph coming in doing his stuff at the same time like he should have known that was a freaking stand from the beginning, and uh, like I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed him, his little adventure. But at the same time, like he did to himself, he should have. Um, yeah, I would say yeah. I would be in between Abdul and K. Um, I'd be leaning more towards Abdul just because he did die uh, saving P, even though P was a complete asshole to him. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with you on that one. Then, all right, so Abdul. Yeah. All right. That's it. Another one down. Yep. So next week we got more live action One Piece. Yes. Next uh next episode. Uh well next next anime release episode. I don't know. We're doing a lot more of these gaming episodes. And so I don't want to yeah. I don't want to say like the next episode will be One Piece cuz it may be our next gaming episode. That's fair. 
But yeah, the next two episodes of the One Piece live action, episodes three and four, which I'm excited. Um, I know you've been enjoying it. I'm excited to see how you feel on this specifically just because of who it entails hmm. and the thoughts and opinions we had last time's episodes. So I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, that's sort of it for us. You know the routine. The link below for our Discord and other things. Um, your projects. Check us both out on Twitch. Um, Thomas made affiliate, so yeah, Joe's been be affiliate. Sure to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, um, Super Nintendo Orcs. Yep, uh, we've got our newest episode coming out here shortly. Uh, it's going to be, um, I believe, number ninety-six or ninety-seven of the IGN Top One Hundred SNES Games. Uh, we're reviewing Street Fighter Alpha Two. Had a lot of things to say about that one. <laughs> I'm excited to edit it. <laughs> um, busy, busy, busy. I am honored to actually put this info out now. Beginning of January, the first episode of Warp in the Weave Tavern will be released. This is a session zero of all session zeros. So me and a group of people, uh, you guys know we we had Billy on. He is a part of this project with me. And a couple other guys we know from tabletop RPGs. We created a uh, tabletop RPG podcast. So we're going to be doing live, you know, actual play of different systems and turning them into sort of little podcast one shots of different systems. Uh, so it's a really exciting project. It's going to be a big project. We are releasing the session zero. We recorded it last, uh, well, about a week ago. Yeah, uh, when this episode drops, and we'll be releasing that session zero in January, and the first actual start of a campaign in probably February. So just to get that out there and hype that up, but yeah, links below for the stuff. That's that's where everything is. That's where it always is. You guys join the Discord and uh, join the Discord if you're not a weeb. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs>